0: Welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Astrology for Real Life, a no BS guide for the astro-curious. I'm also your host for this podcast series. If you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 94 of Astrology Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on astrology. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Today we're talking about new moon intentions and I have a very special guest, my friend Alexa Fisher, the creator of Wish Beads. Hello Alexa. Hello. Ooh, what a pleasure it is to be speaking with you today. I'm just delighted. I'm so excited because A, I adore you, B, I love Wish Beads and See, you are a fellow astrology buff like myself. You're really into it. And, you know, anytime I can talk about astrology and things I love with someone I love, it's the best feeling in the world.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, you are actually my astrology mentor because I am someone who has been extremely curious about it. So, whenever I see a horoscope, I'm like, yay. But if someone asks me about signs, and I don't know anything about anything, I know about me, I know about my husband. Um, my kids. But, um, but I also believe that there is so much knowledge in the cosmos and there's knowledge for us that's available. And if we play with it, uh, then we can use it to our advantage. And I so love your work and I love your books. I do the um, Astro Biz Digest. So I gain insights from you, but I just love the way you, you truly make it, uh, you demystify it like in very fun language but also make it really clear about how specifically you can use it to your advantage. So you don't feel like you're ping-ponging in the universe, like hoping for the best. And sometimes you get like socked in the face and sometimes you get a little
0: nudge forward. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, it's always about working with the energy. I mean, that's really, in my opinion, I always say with astrology, there's no such thing as a good chart or a bad chart. It's what you do with it. And even with the planets, the way the planets are operating, It's what you do with the energy that matters. And you know, speaking about energy and intentions, before we even start talking the astrology part, I mean, one of the things I love is this this wish beads that you have. And I am wearing my wish beads. I wear them all the time. Can you just really quickly just tell me about how you came up with this idea and the whole concept behind the wish beads? And then we'll talk about making astrology and wish beads work for you.
1: Yes, I love it. Well, uh, the idea for Wish Beads actually did come downloaded to me in the shower in an instant, like a holographic mammer jammer download from the universe. And I heard the name. I saw the idea of writing your intentions or your wishes down on paper and then creating a piece of intentional jewelry with it. The first uh, concept was actually a paper bead making kit. So the capturing the essence of your wish on paper, rolling that paper up, gluing it, cutting it, putting it on your wrist. And then later I developed jewelry. So ready to wear jewelry. So you're just writing your little wish on almost looks like a little piece of fortune teller cookie, you know, paper. That's how small it is. But the same idea with both ideas is this notion that we, when we focus our minds towards what we want and we make that a habit, we putting ourselves in the driver's seat of our lives and we're starting to remember how powerful we are to keep our attention our intentions active so that we're inspired to take action towards them and so again it's it's like a reinvention of the wish so instead of like blowing out birthday candles and literally even if you do wish you never think about it again it's something different it's it's just a reminder a visible visible reminder so with the jewelry it's quite simple you just have, you know, your little cylinder, you unscrew it. And then inside is a little rolled up piece of paper and you tuck your little wish bead intention inside. And and then afterward, you do what I call the wish work, which is 21 days of wildly simple exercises. I even wrote a book of the same name called wish work, but they're really simple exercises. And it's almost like a game that you play with yourself every day to do one little thing that helps you Engage in life in a different way, whether it's noticing smiles or noticing the lyrics of a song that's playing on the radio or setting up a goal and putting it in your calendar six months from now. There's just something that you, by giving it the, in, the, the energy of your attention, you start to move forward. It's, it's, not, it's actually simple, yeah. um, but, but, uh, but we get so caught up in life, we forget that our habits, our mindset, our choices make up our life. So we can either be passive about it or have our own narrative that keeps us doing habitually the same thing, or we can try something new. So to me, whether it's working with the energy of astrology, or if it's working with the energy of a reminding, you know, a a tool for reminding yourself of your own wishes, it's available. It's at our fingertips. But you have to do something. You have to use it and then have the
0: experience yourself. Absolutely. You know, farmers know this because farmers had farmer's almanacs, right? Yeah. yeah. And so they knew there were certain days that you fished, certain days that you planted your seeds, certain days that you would do this and that. And I remember when I was a child seeing those farmer's almanacs and Mm -hmm. I was fascinated with them. Yeah. You know, like the little symbols and all of that and how everything was planned around different cycles in the moon. It was very intentional. And, you know, I actually started using astrology. I mean, I've been using astrology for many things, but I started using it for my business um, many years ago. And I started working with the energy of the moon and the different cycles and applying it to my business. And it was really uncanny on how things started to really work for me. It allowed me to become super, super intentional. And I think that Astrology and also having something like a piece of jewelry that reminds you of your intention Mm. It helps you to work with that energy So that you can create real magic in your life.
1: Yeah, it's so true It's so true. It's it's all available to us and i'm often surprised not surprised because I think it's becoming more mainstream and you would certainly know more than I But I remember I was just talking to somebody about the government, you know, about politics and how, you know, they'll schedule big hearings during Mercury and retrograde, which is always about communication. It's like such a mess. And if I'm not mistaken, it was Nancy Reagan who had an astrologer, correct? She did. Right. And probably at the time it was the 80s and people were like, that's crazy. Or she's from, you know, been living in California too long. But, But I mean, my goodness, it is so old like this idea yeah. of you know a, a knowledge and 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 using it it's a shame that uh, there is a i don't know if it's a fear or an ignorance or both but um but i'm so grateful that people like you are really making it fun and easy and um and relatable and uh, and so anyway i just i'm i'm crazy about your work and i, and I really <laughs> use it myself but i will say this i mean when I guess it's in your Astrobiz digest and, and I'm sure in other places in your work, you're you're talking about this new moon astrology and you yep. and mentioned the book by Jan Spiller. And so I immediately, you know, right, right. So I immediately, <laughs> I immediately did it. And thank goodness yeah. by the when I found it, I was right to my granddaddy wishing period around your birthday. So there's a journal that I keep in my office, and I have all of my wishes, wishes, da, 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 and I, and around your birthday. For those yes. who are not familiar, you get to do 40 wishes. Yes. So, um, so of course, you know, I'm all about wishing. So, I wrote all my wishes, and I have to tell you, things started showing up, and people started showing up, and the specificity and the, and the language by which you're encouraged to write these wishes, um, which we, which I would love to have you elaborate on you know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's really fun and it's powerful. So yes. And actually enlightening me.
0: (laughs) Well, the new moon is so interesting because so for people who are listening, um, the new moon is a wonderful time to set your intentions. It's a wonderful time to create your wishes. And I've been doing this for many, many, many years. And, you know, I started like doing a little bit of new moon magic a a while back. But when I got Jan Spiller's book, New Moon Astrology, this book really opened my brain to how to do it properly. Mm. So the theory behind Jan Spiller's work is that every new moon, you sit down and you write 10 wishes or intentions, whatever you want to call it. And she does have a specific formula for how to word things. And every new moon, of course, is for a different purpose. Now, when I got your wish beads, which we'll talk about how to do that, uh, I made sure that I did my wishing around a very, very good new moon. And the wish beads that I have are about prosperity. And so I did some wishes around that moon. And I've got to tell you, things have been going along very well. Yeah. Because again, it's like, it's like a farmer. If you plant the seed around the new moon watch what happens now i have new moon journals that i've kept for years i go back and i look at those i'm like oh my god there are so many things that worked out for me crazy things i mean it is just amazing when you plant the seed around the new moon you are creating the conditions for things to root and take hold and grow now sometimes it may take a while but i find for me it works out effectively so you know um Let's talk about that for a moment. Why do you think the new moon is the best time to set an intention? In your brain, would you, just off the top of your head, why do you think that?
1: I feel like it's an opening. The first word that comes to mind is an opening. Um, and when you see the opening, and this is about seizing opportunities, and it's the same whether it's a new moon or if it's just someone looking at you and smiling, you have an invitation to take a leap. A leap in this case, I would say a leap of faith. And when you do, when you just say yes to that and you commit it to paper, you are saying to the universe, I want it, I deserve it, and I'm willing to receive it. And to me, that opening is probably amplified at a new moon because maybe there's this energy that is uh, again in alignment or supporting, or you know, you tell me what's happening, like sort of magic mojo moment. Um, and yet I feel that living in the present moment, if you wanted to extant, expand on that, when, when you hear these spiritual philosophies about living in the pr- present moment, it feels like that intentionality of saying, I am going to, I don't know, seize what is right in front of me and not let the ego brain pull you away to something else that's yeah. an illusion. Because the only thing that's certain is now.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh That's my it. god. That's we can, all we, we have we can go off on a whole other tangent about that but that is that is so true. I mean, so many people spend so much time obsessing over the past or worrying about the future. Yeah. But what you do right now in this moment, the intentions you set, the thoughts yeah. you are thinking, the way you're interacting with other people, the decisions you make, all of yeah. that is what's going to dictate your future, but it's yeah. also going to dictate how you've dealt with the past experiences. Yeah. So the, new, the the now is very important.
1: Yeah. And in that new moon, something happens to me just to give the experience of it. Maybe because there's this opening, this invitation, this dance with the divine, it also feels fun. Like, yes. I'm not going to lie. It feels fun, like a game that you're playing. There's a childlike curiosity that when I sit like with my pen poised to write, to be like, um, what do I wish for? And yes. again, each month, I think we're going to be, by the time that we... Uh, that at least I'm not sure where you're in your production calendar, but when I'm going to be sharing this conversation with my community is going to be um, in a few weeks in December of 2019 Mm -hmm. with, with ample time before the Capricorn new moon wishing experience, because one of my little ideas was to do virtual new moon wish circles. So people can, we can do this together Um, and maybe you and I can do one together. That'd be fun. Ooh, I'd love that, you know, but just, but just the idea of playing, With your future and I find my gosh so many people especially women. I don't know why this is but have this feeling of The best way I can describe it is am I doing this right? Yeah, am I am I doing that like this sort of feeling of like is this right? I'm guilty of it as well Yeah, and I think that when I sit down to do my new moon wishing I just feel like a little kid like like, with my genie ready to be like, "Okay, what am I going to wish for?" And you know, scientifically, can I tell you, is it, it, what's the science behind? Is this working? I don't really care. It feels good. I see things show up. I am grateful for it,
0: and I'm committed to doing it that's that's my take on it. <laughs> oh, me too, and again, you know, and also sometimes what's really interesting too, it really is magic in a way because sometimes. In the past, I've set intentions and there were circumstances in my life that made those intentions seem really impossible. Mm. But what would happen then is my wish or the way to get it to happen would start to show up. Now, sometimes that would be like, maybe somebody came into the picture that could help me. Yeah. Maybe suddenly I knew that there was a way, I got the idea or the epiphany of what help I needed to make something happen. So it isn't always like, You just get your wish. Boom, here you are. There's a million dollars, you know? Yeah. Oftentimes when you set that intention, the universe scrambles to figure out a way to help you find the way. So it may be, again, that maybe a door opens up for you or you get the idea of who you need to go to for help. You know, something kicks in. Uh, It's like, again, the universe searches for a way to help you to make it happen.
1: Yeah. But the universe cannot know what you want until you articulate what you want. Yes. And your version of happiness or success or alignment is very different from mine. And yeah. so we can't hide in these generalities. Um, it's it's the specificity of it and it's the claiming of it. And um, in my book, Wishwork, I talk about the, what I imagine is like the universe is like a waiter, you know, taking your order and what's going to satiate you you know when you're sitting down to a restaurant you don't just say i want food no you sit there and your mouth is kind of figuring out what's going to taste good you're looking at the menu and you're like do i want this or do i want this and and it's a certain like that feeling of like ah satisfaction yeah. comes when what you want you feel it and then you eat it it's like the best thing in the whole world and and i think that that's true with any Wish, desire, intention that you have—it's like really, what is it? What's going to feel so good to you? Yeah. And each of us has our own unique thing that we want. And to me, the more that I trust that, oh,
0: so yeah. good. So well, good. when you trust it, then you know what right actions to take.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: again, right actions different for everything and everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, for some of us, the right action may be that. You know, let's pretend that um, your big goal is that you want to be a famous author. And maybe then your right intention might be to seek out a literary agent or to really get writing that book, to get started on it. You yeah. also to take the action. Or in some cases, let's say your situation's really difficult. Let's say right now you're, you don't have a good home to live in and you're struggling to pay the rent. Maybe your intention is to find a steady job. And then... Yeah. If you put the intention out there, then it's time to start thinking, how can I work with the universe to make that happen? Do I need to go to an employment agency? Do I need to update my resume? Do Mm -hmm. I need to take a bridge job until the right job comes along? You know, it's all about taking the right action with the intention, but we have to get intentional. And what feels good, like you said, is going to be different for everybody depending on what they want or what they need.
1: Yeah. It's so true. And not being afraid of the situation. Sometimes the yes. fear of wherever we are just keeps us from looking for the solution and remembering oh, yes. that we have, the, we have the ability just to take action, like any yes. action.
0: And the action sometimes is asking for help or the action yep. may be you know, um, turning around your thinking. There's so yep. many different actions you can take yep. when your situation is really hard or challenging, but you still have a big goal. There yeah. are actions you can do. I always believe that everybody can turn their lives around at any moment. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big believer in that. So let's talk about full moons, even though new moon wishing, and I'm going to come back to the topic for full moons, full moons signify a time of completion. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I like to do is I like to take that time to celebrate a win. Mm, I like, like that. What in the last 30 days has went remarkably well for me?
1: And I feel that
0: when I take a moment to celebrate a win That also is like my way of telling the universe. Thank you. You know, I just give my gratitude I love to say thanks. I celebrate a little win. That's beautiful. Yeah, I also think that's a way that um We can acknowledge that something's working for us and I think when we acknowledge also something's working that also helps to create a really good vibration
1: Definitely. I mean, that. also the energy of gratitude is so powerful in and of itself. Yes. It's so humbling.
0: Well, I know during the hardest times of my life, if I could find one thing to be grateful for, it seemed to help me remain on the positive Mm. and and focus on results. Mm. So I love gratitude work. So let's talk about um, setting intentions with your bracelet and your jewelry. I know you have necklaces out now. I do. So exciting. I know. I I was noticing. It's very cool. Very beautiful.
1: Same idea. Same cylinder. So it's just about, you know, giving people more ways to wish.
0: Yes. And one of the things that I recommend for people, if um, this is my suggestion and tell Mm -hmm. me what you think, they pick the, the jewelry that they want and then what they might want to think about is which is going to be the new moon. To sit down and do the wish that's aligned with that particular piece of jewelry. Yeah. I mean, that's what I did because I have the one, it's the jade, Mm -hmm. and this is for prosperity. Yeah. I sat down and I did some thinking about what that looked like for me. And I did it on around a new moon in Taurus when it is a very perfect new moon for setting money intentions. Yeah. You're in this bracelet, and I always look at it, it's my reminder then of what prosperity means to me, what it looks like, what it feels like. And I got to say, it's been working remarkably well. That's awesome. Yeah. So tell me if you have any tips. I mean, this is my my theory on how to do it. Do you have any other tips that you could add about setting the intentions about creating the magic with your jewelry?
1: Well, you know, I offer a few different ways for people now, especially on my website at wishbeads.com is that there is... Uh, a sort of cheat sheet where you can go to your intentions and find the stone that meets that intention. There's, you know, inherent properties in the energy of these stones that we pick out, which are incredibly high quality stones. Um, And then when, and I created actually a brochure that now goes out with all of my orders. You can also see them online where it gives a little brief description of the energies of those stones. Now, if you start there, if, you, if your head gets in there, because you're going to read this menu of things, you're going to think like, well, I want all of these things. I want, you know, <laughs> want creativity and passion and money. and this I mean, who doesn't want all these things? So then I say, whoa, 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 what are you drawn to? Your body has a knowledge that is very divine. And if you are drawn to something, then honor that. And then be curious about what the meaning is. But this is a little bit of that, of that dance that you do Sometimes I'll people hear people say, "Well, I always go for rose quartz, so I'm not going to do that now. I'm going to go pick something else." And I, part of me says, "Trust your, you know, as Alex Franzen and always says, your hut, your heart, and your gut. You know, <laughs> you have to find that dance." So there, there is a, you know, there is a way where you can be, let, be guided by your curiosity, whether it's the meaning, whether it's the stone that you're drawn to, choosing that stone, and then allowing yourself. I mean. In the process itself, is the first step is to do a guided visualization. So the guided visualization is we have intellectual uh, wishes and intentions for sure. Have them, but then go one step further. And in my free Wishbeads app, or if you sign up for Wishbeads.com/slash yes, you can be given the guided visualization. But the idea is to quiet your mind and be led through an experience where you're seeing yourself as if you're already. Living your wish. It's a period of time when everything feels just right. So while intellectually it could say like, okay, I want to make a million dollars or I want a million dollars in my bank account. Switch that channel, give yourself a different moment where you've already the, the million dollars is in your bank account. So where are you? What are you wearing? What does that feel like? Who's around you? What are your what are you experiencing? That's the moment that I invite people to really record in depth and that's sort of the well that you drink from every time you look at your wish bead bracelet you can take the essence of that visualization and put it on the piece of paper wear it on your wrist or your neck but having that experience kind of gives you this map where you're going how is it going to feel and then you can go back reflectively and say well how do i how do i feel a little of that right now or if i'm if I'm setting goals or if I'm taking those wish work steps, you're tapping into that energy. And that energy attracts like energy. It keeps you moving forward. It's all of that momentum. And I feel like where it pairs with new moon wishing is that it's an amplification. Yes. It's that farmer's almanac. It's the, it's the energy of that window, that opening. And you can tell me you haven't told me if that's really the right way to think about it. or It is the right way. Yeah. I'm like nodding my head. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, And so one of the things that I had as I was introduced to your work and as I was reading the book, this was a few months ago, was that really setting a theme for each month, which has a signature stone for each month, which has a virtual wish circle on the new moon that says, this is what we're doing. And I did it a few times on Instagram stories. And I really realized like, I really know so little like I am I am learning and I and I gave full disclosures But that's when I had the idea like i'm going to you (laughs) I'd like to have people, you know to be guided and and to get deeper resources I'm i'm a i'm a curious fan is what I am but uh, but i'm also someone who loves to play and uh And when people ask me by the way, this is a little side note, you know, am I doing this right alexa? I say like time out. You do know I made all of this up. So like uh-huh. like while I did set it up that like this is the way that I do it, like it's I made it up. So make, you know, try
0: your way and see if it, if you like it. Yeah. You got to find when we're doing these things like being living intentionally and creating things like new moon wishes or intentions or whatever you want to call it, um you know, you got to test out and find what works for you. Yeah. But I think the new moon is very powerful. It's very potent. Um, It's my favorite, favorite time because I know that I am getting ready like a little kid to set up stuff for um, wonderful things to unfold in my life. And it has worked so well for me. Uh, And I love this jewelry because again, it's like then it's a reminder. I can touch it. It reminds me of Mm -hmm. my intention so I can keep moving towards my intention and finding the way to make it become a reality instead of just a wish.
1: That's right. That's totally right. You know, I'm curious for um, how
0: you do your new moon wishing ritual. Like, what does that look like for you? Might I ask? Absolutely. So here's what I do. The first thing is I make sure that I do it at the exact time or as close to it as possible when the new moon is happening, which means sometimes at two in the morning, Mm -hmm. which is kind of ridiculous. But I like being really precise (laughs) And well, this is the astrology background. You know, I want everything to be as precise as possible. I want it as soon as that new moon comes that mm. I am sitting down. I'm ready. I've got my note my notebook, the current one I'm using because mm. uh, I always have a specific notebook just for my new moon wishes. Mm-hmm. And then I sit down with my favorite pen of the moment, which that will change too depending on <laughs> my whims. And when I sit down, I have a big mug of tea handy, and I take a moment. Before, right before the new moon happens to practice some deep breaths just to make sure I'm centered and not doing this when I'm distracted or when something's going on in my life. So I have to have absolute silence. I cannot do this in a coffee shop. It must be in my office. It must be quiet. It must be peaceful. And taking a few moments first allows me to make sure I'm really super centered. And of mm-hmm. course, I, I want to add too, because i've been doing astrology so long i always know what each new moon is good for sure. but each new moon has a specific thing to work on yeah
1: yes so also get the you can also get in this book that the times yep the, i mean you announce them in your in your obviously in your programs, if you're signed up for them or your newsletters and things like that, but I found this really helpful that I'm, I really am going to do this like virtual wish circle stuff. It depends on the timing. I don't know how many people are going to tune in 2 AM, but I think it might be fun to, to do something, um, you know, where it's really, it it really kind of gives a little bit of a roadmap for, for the energy around there. And, uh,
0: So cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just taking that moment to be clear on what this moon is good for and what it is that I want to use it for, what's Mm -hmm. important to me at that time. Um, And then I sit down and I write down my 10 wishes. And I learned how to really get clear on how to do this by the book New Moon Astrology from Jan Spiller. Mm -hmm. And I sit down and I write them down and I take my time writing them. I really want to feel it. So I, I handwrite it. I don't type it. Yep. It has to be handwritten because there's also that energy between the head and the hand that I think is so, so important and potent. It's can magic. You,
1: yeah. Okay. So can you elaborate on that? Because I've always felt that mm-hmm. and, um, and you know, I don't know. I mean, I sort of looked up like, you know, why is it there's something about feng shui that, that, you know, that's powerful, but, um, I encourage people to write down the wish work, like write it down. You know, the book itself is a journal. Yeah. But writing down your wish, having it in your handwriting. It's yep. like a stamp from your soul yes. <laughs> to the universe. So what is that? What are your, what's your take on that other than that it's powerful?
0: Well, it's because, first of all, your brain is linked to your hand. I mean, think about it. We don't ever think about it when I'm like waving my hand around talking or reaching for this mug. We just do it. Mm-hmm. It's our subconscious. Our subconscious knows what it's doing. It knows how to set the command. So it's the same thing when we're writing something down. Mm-hmm. Our subconscious is working with our hand. We're creating those words, those loops, all of that. And there is magic in that. You know, Lisa Marie Basile is, has a new book coming out. Um, it's the writing grimoire, which is all about writing as a spell. And so there is something about this whole writing it down. That's very much like a spell. The one thing I will add, though, there are people who cannot physically write. Mm. And if you cannot physically write, another option is to speak it into a little recording and to keep a recording because it's still connecting something there between your intentions. So if you are unable to write for a physical reason, this is another way to set the intentions. Speak it. That's so so beautiful for you. Dictate what you want written down. That's, That's another beautiful. thing to think about too, because you know sometimes people don't have these abilities for various reasons. You know, and there's another way around it. So I, I like yeah. saying, even if you are not physically able to write it down, mm. articulate it to somebody. Yeah, or it into a recording. You're still creating that energy, that vibe.
1: Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I want to talk about just. One other thing that I've noticed about myself, and I'm going to call it out. And I think by calling it out, this is my one step to healing it, which is it's that doing and not fully committing doing. And here's what I mean. I get your Astro Digest. You're very clear about like, this is the exact time you want to do this, 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 Mm -hmm. and this. And I find that I sort of do it. I do it like I do it like a tap on the back, like, oh, good, my newsletter is going out that day. But I don't change the launch date to be like that time to be that time. And and it's funny. I say, well, what is that about myself? And And the same way when you were talking about your ritual with new moon wishing, uh-huh. I definitely do my new moon wishing. But if I can't do it in that moment because of something else, you know, you say that there's a window, so I'll do it in the window. But I'm reflecting on, do I really create a ritual of it and i'm thinking about this as a way that we both do but we don't trust so we do like these like mini sabotages yeah you know and i i think it's really interesting to me how to ch- i'm going to challenge myself to really prioritize you know even if it's three things a week that i truly commit to doing it just as just as you tell me to, it's not even like I have to overthink this. I just have to commit of all the insights that you share with me, really do it a hundred percent do it and then see what happens. Cause it's already working really well with me kind of vaguely doing it. But I, I think that somehow we do this, like I'm still someone who's like a strong performer in a way. Like I still mm-hmm. always plow and do it. But I also think that I, because I'm not fully trusting I work harder than I need to.
0: Well, I, I'm a workaholic, admittedly, but but I've learned to work smarter with the energy so it's more effective. And yeah. again, with the new moon intentions, I find when I, when I set those intentions right at the time the new moon is happening, it tends to get my results faster. At least that's the way it works for me. Now, there's other things astrologically because I do use it for business. We could go off a whole nother tangent on this. But like, for example, I... You know, there's some things I do. With, I just do of of a routine. Like I have certain routines. This is the day I put the podcast up. Blah blah blah. But there are some certain business moves that I make sure that the timing is meticulous. Yeah. I want to stack. This is the way I think of it. I want to stack the odds in my favor. Absolutely. Because if the odds are in my favor, even if I am going up against the impossible, I'm creating the conditions for something to become possible. And with business, I know. That not just the new moon intentions, but anytime I follow the planets for the really important stuff, it works like a charm. And also sometimes with the planets for me, like I'll know that the day the astrology is very challenging. That day, and I'll look later that day, and I'll be like, "This was a day with all difficult clients." But I knew it was going to be difficult energy, so I knew that I needed to be prepared for that. Right. That's also when we work with energy, we sometimes just show up a certain way. It may not be that we take an action. We take maybe an inaction. It's just all about working with it.
1: No, I I hear you. And I think, again, it's it's playing with it and have a perspective of, you know, do you have to know? I mean, I'm in the business of wishing. I'm teaching people about wishing. So I'm already dangling this idea of like, trust me, just Mm -hmm. try it. And I see if I have a little bit of that resistance, a little bit, most people, because I'm already, yeah. I'm in it, you know, I'm committed. Mm-hmm. I, I. But most people have even more resistance to it because they just, not because, just because they haven't done it enough or they yeah. haven't, you know, we're so accustomed to feeling like there's nothing we can do in the world. Everything is yeah. so crazy, but the world is here with the goods and the bads and the dance and the, it's, it's this is how it's been for time eternal. Yes. But we, we do have more, um, resources, I think at our fingertips just because of our connectivity and there is so much information out there. So the the question is what do we do with it? And then and then what do we really do with it? And I think for me, after talking to you, I'm ready to up my game a little bit and recommit in a way, you know, and and try it and really try it. And and do that that little that extra 10%, you know? Yes.
0: Well, you know, it's really amazing to me, too. I mean, again, again, we're going to go off on a little business tangent. There's so many times over the years where I would see businesses that, for example, they would be opening up during a Mercury or Mars retrograde. And I would think, why didn't you consult an astrologer? You know, you're going to fail or you're going to have difficulties. And sure enough, this would fail. There was a wonderful restaurant that opened up a couple of years ago. They opened up at the tail end of a, I think, Mercury, Mars retrograde. I don't remember what was going on. But I said to my husband, ooh, this isn't going to be good. The restaurant idea was great. It was cute. It was in a great side of town. They should have been making money hand over fist. But they opened up during a poor cycle. Yeah. Um, and they failed. They're closed now. They closed after oh. three years in business. And when they closed, I wasn't shocked. Even though it was shocking because the business was so well done, if you thought about it, I knew that it wasn't going to make it because it was not working well with the energy.
1: Yeah. And for anybody listening, if they think, oh my gosh, looking back on all the decisions, like to me, even my own, like, okay, past is dust. New information is available to us at any given moment. So what if we started working with the energy and being very mindful of our choices and being mindful and not being freaked out? Like, well, what if I make a bad decision during like, and I don't know if there's, you know, things happening that I'm unaware of, is that going to get in my way? I do think for those really big decisions, one should really consult <laughs> an astrologer. And there's yeah.
0: always a the way to it. That's what people don't realize. There was years ago, there was a yoga studio I was involved with and they were having all these struggles and they shouldn't have. They were once again in a great location. Mm-hmm. The teachers were talented. I mean, it was in a in a neighborhood where there was a lot of potential business. This studio should have been making money hand over fist. They were making money and they were struggling, struggling, struggling. So I said, well, let me look at the astrology of your business. When did you open it? And I looked it up and I'm like, you open it up during a Mercury retrograde. The planets are not favorable. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to do a relaunch, a grand reopening.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Something on an auspicious date, on a new moon. New moons are great for opening up a business, by the way. Oh, that's Something good to know. Moon that's very very positive for you and have a party, you know, welcome people in. Yeah. They didn't listen to me. And of course it failed two years later.
1: Wow. Okay. So now I'm super excited to talk to you about, okay, we're (laughs) so going down a wormhole, but let's talk about, let's talk about these little mini launches or things that you can do on these new moons, yeah, um, because for many of us, if you're listening to this, you may have your own business. So you've already launched your business, like things are happening. But when you launch something new, like for example, this idea of these virtual wish circles and when I'm doing it, um, and and how I'm showing up, I'm someone who thinks through a lot of things, maybe that perfectionist tendency, workaholic uh, kind of do or do doer, doer person. I have a tendency to overthink a little bit. Mm -hmm. So do you recommend using those themes of the new moon and creating some sort of um,
0: celebratory thing around that in your business? Is that? Well, I use full moon to celebrate a win, but I always use new moons if I'm going to do a launch right around the new moon. Okay. Okay. Always around the new moon and not before the new moon, right when the new moon strikes or shortly after. Or shortly thereafter. That's exciting. That's an
1: interesting way to sort of give it a time frame. Yes. And new moons,
0: for people who don't know, are they're every four weeks, roughly? Every four weeks. And it happens when the sun and the moon are in the same sign. Okay. So like if the sun is in Sagittarius and the moon is in Sagittarius, well, we have a new moon. Yeah. If the sun is in Sagittarius and the moon is in Gemini, then we have a full moon. So that's how you find it. And the new moon, again, that's your time to get things started. Now, the other thing I will say too if you're relaunching something, then it doesn't matter. A relaunch, you can do it during Mercury retrograde, you can do it Mars retrograde, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A relaunch can happen anytime, but a brand new offering, a new thing, a new business, a new idea, a new intention, always during the new moon.
1: I love it. Very, very cool. Very cool.
0: Wow. Well, so this, exciting. This has been a great conversation. Um, and hopefully this is going to inspire people to dig into um, working with the cosmos. Um, I would love it if people would check out your jewelry and use that as an intentional way of carrying your intentions with you every single day to help make magic happen in your life. So I'm, I'm hoping people get there. Where can people, how can people get to your world, Alexa?
1: Yes well you can see our full collection at wishbeads.com and wishbeads is one word .com and i'm also on instagram at wishbeads.official but the best way truthfully is to, to sign up on the website you get 10% off when you join our mailing list and as you can anticipate i'm going to be launching virtual wish circles around the new moon maybe you can join us one time if it's not in the middle of the night be our special guest and we can co-host one together but I, i'm really excited to Just give people another tool so that they can really learn and experience how powerful they are to make their wishes come true.
0: I love that. And um, for everyone who is listening, you definitely want to get your wish bead because it is going to, first of all, they're beautiful. They're so well constructed. And again, it's going to help you to really stay focused on manifesting the things you want. And the book we mentioned in this episode, we actually mentioned two books, Mm -hmm. New Moon Astrology by Jan Spiller. That is the book that's going to help you to really figure out how to set the best intentions. And also, Lisa Marie Basile, I'm a huge fan of hers, has the writing grimoire happening in a few months. So it'll happen a couple months after you listen to this podcast. But I think this is going to be another book that people are going to want to check out because it's going to help you to become way more intentional with your life. All right. Yes, so that's all for today's episode. And if you're enjoying the show, I would love it if you would just take a moment to head on over to iTunes and leave a kind review. That's the best way to help new listeners discover astrology by it. So I want to thank you so much. And for more fun stuff, head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find tons of resources about tarot and astrology, including free monthly forecasts and horoscopes and lots more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I'll see you there. And remember, no matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. If you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss and you've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. I'll see you in the next episode.